What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. My name is Alex. Joining me is my co-host, Sean, the gorilla. That's, that's me. That's that guy. That's the other guy wearing a black shirt because he's trying to look cool like me. Look at that. We're like twins. Like This is like the movie Twins. If Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't tell that I'm not looking at myself. Yeah, I accept. You know, this is you like 30 years ago when you had hair and it like kind of looked good. Like, and then I don't know what happened. This is like Back to the Future. This is like Back to the Future. That's what happens. Notice how like the head is bigger on that side. That's what I, you went Barry Bonds. Look at what you did to us. <laughs> Hope everybody's having a great freaking day. Happy Mother's Day. Cheers to, oh, funny. I made a Back to the Future reference. I didn't even realize I was drinking out of my Back to the Future mug. Cheers to everyone. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Thank you so much for joining us. Listen, it's been a little bit crazy. We're going to get into it. But before we do, we just want to remind you, please check out the podcast on YouTube, Spotify, like you're doing so now. And if you dig it, hit the subscribe button, smash the like button, hit the notification bell if you're watching us on YouTube, and please share it with your friends. Also, don't forget to check out all of our awesome sponsors, like Chocaloha. See right here? Bang. Look at that. Uh, you can't even get this no more because you messed up. You waited too long. Go to chocaloha.com. Use the promo code Jujitsu Radio and get There's a new drop coming soon, though. Yeah, there's new stuff coming out, so don't miss it. Go to chocaloha.com. Use the promo code Jujitsu Radio. Get 20% off your entire order. Let them know we sent you. Share the love. You're going to dig all their stuff. Guaranteed. We're always buying all this stuff. So big shout out to Chocoloha. Also, don't forget to check out Jujitsu Soap Co. Go to jujitsusoapco.com. Use the promo code JJ Radio and get 15% off your entire order, whether it's the soaps, the bombs, the sprays, the patches, the bath bombs, whatever it is. Get yours, get it at a discount. You're welcome. You can use that stimmy check to finally smell good, you stinky bastards. All right. So please go check them out when you support the sponsors. You're actually supporting us when you hit that like button and that subscribe button. You're helping us push the podcast even further. And that's one of the goals that we've had for 2021. We're going to get this sucker up to a whole new level. And we need you for that. And we're super grateful. Um, total side note, big thank you to everyone that joined us on the uh, charity stream that we did yesterday. Uh, our crew alone raised over $500 uh, for Mind, uh, a, a charity based out of the UK that supports mental health awareness. Uh, it's a big thing for us. It's a big thing for the podcast. And um, in total, we've brought like the entire event brought over $10,000 worth of donations to the American Suicide Prevention Charity and to Mind out of the UK. So big thank you to everyone. And thank you to everyone that joined us. Um, to my friends Distinct and uh, Uber Zach, big thank you for your support. And uh, to my friends Goddess, Captain Max, and Ace that were part of my crew yesterday, big thank you to all of you guys um, for all the support. Make sure you check out the stream because we're going to have to do a bunch of stuff to uh, to for all those that donated. We set up – oh, so you didn't see this, Sean, but we set up a, uh, a pay scale. So once we reached certain levels uh, of the donations – we're going to have to do different things. So now I have to record a music video duet. Uh, and I have to do a crab dab video. What the hell's a crab dab? I don't know. I don't know. 
but it was an attempt at people trying to like embarrass me embarrass myself and they have no clue that i have no dignity so i was like yeah whatever let's do it i mean yeah look at your face seriously look at me like you think i'm gonna be embarrassed by stuff no i gotta i gotta deal with this mug my whole life but big thank you to all of you if you haven't checked out yet go to twitch.tv slash katajitsu that's our uh game stream and uh once things uh kind of calm down a little bit we'll get sean on there too we'll do some call of duty some call of doo duty uh and do it what you got there i got new patches for the back of my geese oh yeah what you get i got two of them speaking of patches did you guys not check out our other sponsor, AJG Fight? Go to AJG Fight on Instagram and get your gi set up. Get your patches. So you see that patch that Sean has right there? We can get that pressed up onto your gi. We can get that exact design set up to your gi. Anything you want, get your gi customized. Get ready for the tournaments that are all coming up. Awesome customer service, AJG Fight on Instagram. Let them know we sent you. Get hooked up now. We got to get this party started. We got a lot of stuff we got to catch up on. There's been yeah, a let's lot do it. going on. Let's, let's do, do this. It. What's up, buddy? Cheers. Coffee. I needed. I need this coffee so bad right now. You have no idea. This is my Root breakfast beer. So um, I ended up going out and hanging out with our boy Nils last night. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you throw axes or just no. regular bar? We went bar hopping and I got my ass kicked by the 45-year-old man. <laughs> like, it's been a while since I went bar hopping. No, well, Nilsy can put him down. Nils is on a different level, man. But it was cool, dude. We got to cruise around in the Mustang, go bar hopping, smoke some cigars, party a little bit, and get to go. Met a lot of cool people. It's funny. So, at the end of the night, um, we actually ended up at IHOP. But before that, um, we stopped by this bar, sit down, just talking. This dude randomly sits next to us. And he starts going off about that he boxes and that a, like, he's like, oh, I need some ground game because if a judo person comes to me, like, and just throws me to the ground, these hands don't mean nothing. I'm like, okay, you're not wrong, but you could also knock the guy out. Like, no, bro, you guys don't understand. And at that point, Nils and I just stopped like, huh? <laughs> like, what'd you just say to me, bro? And he's like, yeah, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Like, you don't know. Like, if someone's hungry, what do you say? He's like, if someone's hungry, it doesn't matter how good you are. Like, if they're hungrier than you, they're going to get it. <laughs> I'm like, really? I'm like, I promise you, I know a 15-year-old kid that isn't that hungry, but is way better technique than you and will light you up. I don't care how hungry you are. I was like, you think you could beat him up? He's like, for sure. I was like, please stop by. Please stop by and prove me wrong. I'm like, I guarantee you, you're not going to like the result. Why do people think that? Look, if this is a PSA for anybody that's listening and anybody that goes to bars or does anything, if you anybody that does anybody that breathes air, anybody that breathes air, if you have to talk, oh shit, about what you can do, you can't do it. So, like, now I agree with you because that's basically what I said, but. 
So I kind of started digging into this guy's like, you know, in the conversation and see where he's coming at. And you can tell that this is someone that, you know, he's very upset. Life, he kind of feels like life shitted on him. He's got to do that. He's like, I don't have time, man. Like, make time. I was like, Nils, what time do you wake up in the morning to go like work out? What time do you, I'm like, you got kids, right? That's the wrong person to ask because he doesn't wake up early. I know, but then I was like, <laughs> bro, I'm up at five. I was like, I don't see you like waking up at five to go train lifting weights. I was like, this dude's got kids and he's like, he's got kids. He's got a mortgage. He's got a car payments. He's got everything. Like he still has to provide for his family. Still makes it to training at 630. He's like, yeah, well, I don't get off until seven. I was like, I'm glad you said that because there's a beginner's class at 730. You could go to the beginner's <laughs> class. And he just kept drilling and drilling. I'm like, bro, you picked the wrong guy to give that sob story to. I don't give a shit. I was like, when's the last time you really trained? He's like 2012. I'm like, bro, you're you're gonna come talk to me about you training being a boxer. You train, he's like, I train with I'm like, when's the last time you trained with a world class like athlete? He's like, about a week ago. I'm like, oh yeah, who? He's like, well, he's, he wasn't really world class. He's like, oh, so he wasn't a champion. You just went and you started fucking slap boxing somebody. Like, don't well, you, <clears throat> like don't make those arguments, man. So like, but don't the, well, you know who I like that says here, here's here's Ari, mm. our buddy Ari, who we've Ari known for years. Ari wakes up, he's drilling in his house, then he goes and works a nine to five, 40 hours a week, then he goes and teaches. Don't tell me you cannot get your training in when there are more hours in the day than what you are, uh, than what you are working. If you have an hour left over, you can go train, whether it be, you know, it, it's just, it, well, it's not even that figure it's like, it out. It's so easy to make excuses. As, and I know because I make the excuses sometimes too. Like everybody makes those excuses, but don't like, don't come up and start giving excuses to people like, Oh bro, you, you don't get it. Like it was, it was the classic. Oh man, you don't get it. Like when, when I get into a fight, I see red. It's like, and I'm not trying to trash talk the guy, like shout out to Greg. Listen, if you, like I told him, was like, come to Temple, come to Excel. Like the doors always open, super positive vibes. As long as you don't have that ego, everyone's going to be super chill and everyone's going to try and push you to get better. But I'm not trash, uh, trash talking the guy, but man, don't ever fucking come up to people and start trying to play the whole card. Like, oh, I'm hungrier than everybody else. Really? You're hungry. I haven't seen you, you in class lately. You haven't trained yet. Yeah, yeah. Don't say you're hungry when you aren't, aren't yeah. training. So it was like, and I know because I'm like, that's why you won't hear me talking shit. I haven't been able to train like, but if we're going to get to go back into like competition mode or sit there and be consistent all my time, then we can talk. I'm like, dude, you don't know. You don't know anybody else's story. Right. Just as like, I didn't know that kid's story until he started talking to me, but it's like, man, there, the and Nils know him because Nils seems to know everybody. No, as far as surprising, he was one of the people that he didn't know at the bar. <laughs> he just came, he literally just came and just sat down and started talking to us. Like he seemed like a super nice guy. So like listen, Greg, cheers to you, bud. I hope you end up going to sign up, start taking some classes and, and go from there. So uh, you know, yesterday I was training with this kid Chris down at Wagner's. Uh just got his brown belt. Really nice kid. And uh, the story that Chris has is just one day, you know what he did? He says, I'm just going to train Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So the, how he got to Wagner's is he went on his lunch break, didn't know anything about fighting, didn't know anything yeah. about jiu-jitsu. He just went there and signed up, and everybody at his, at his work was like, what? Yeah. But, you know, it's like if, <clears throat> if you want something, you're going to get it. 
That's just the way it goes. Listen, some people, some people. Are you? Are wait, wait, wait. Are you sanitizing your hands when you're in your own house? No, I was sanitizing something else in my hand. It was dirty. Oh, it was just there. My hands are clean. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Like we, like we went out there, and it was just, it was fun. It's the first time in like a long time, obviously, because last year where I really got out there with like the crowds and everything, and and the drinking and everything. It's like, but. Uh, it was cool, man. It was a chill night. Ended up at a high hop. You know those. Remember how we did it? Like we've done it before. Like I hop two o'clock in the morning. Man, it's been a while since I did that. And funny you enough, need I, them, you need them pancakes to soak up that alcohol. See, that's what I did. <laughs> Nails goes and he picks up bacon, he eggs, like and sausage. two steaks. Oh, <laughs> dude, I was like, I just looked at him. I was like, I even got a cup of coffee at two o'clock in the morning. Like I needed enough energy to get home to go to sleep. And then he texts me this morning. He's like, man, that IHOP is not agreeing with my stomach. Like, of course. What do you think is going to happen after going from beer shot, beer, beer shot, shot, beer shot? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that greasy steak is not going to mix with that alcohol. Me, New York cheesecake pancakes. There we go. <laughs> like, I'm feeling fresh. Yeah. You need, it needs to soak up. Yeah. So and Nils was, is an experienced drinker. So I, I yeah, you know. yeah, we were we were good. Like it was good, man. Obviously waters in between and stuff like that, but it was good, man. It was funny. I was just like this morning, I'm like, fuck why? This is why. <laughs> this is well, why you're getting, I don't you're do getting this old. anymore. You're it's getting old. That. You know what it is? It's like I stopped really drinking a lot because it was just one of those things like, yeah, I used to go party all the time. Like, but I mean I don't know. I don't have the urge like, oh, let's go fucking drink. Let's go do that. I like I look at it. It's like, man, that's money I could be buying stocks with right now. Like that's money I could be saving up to do something else. But everyone could be putting into Dogecoin. Yeah, I mean, that's what I've been doing. I'm sitting pretty up, down. Don't matter to me. I'm good to go to the moon. Everyone to the moon. Let's go. Except it crashed last night after Elon Musk did his Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it's just a correction. It's just a correction. It's well, gonna... you know, when 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 the guy behind not behind it, but the guy behind the the rise says it's a it's a it's a hustle. hustle. <laughs> it's no different. That, every stock is a hustle. Every every stock's a hustle. a hustle. Everything is a hustle. So once people get over that initial, <sighs> listen, same thing happened. Like Super Bowl when they did the Super Bowl commercial, it went up and then went back down. Like, but Stop. it was higher than what it was before. And then when here's were... the thing: it's all gambling. All it's gambling. all gambling. I mean, yes and no, because if you do your research and you do calculated risks, yes, you're going to have a. But it's still it's still gambling, you're even if you do gambling. your research. For sure, no, it's still gambling. But after the whole thing that happened with GameStop and everything, it's funny. All the all of our friends that are stockbrokers and and do all that stuff. When I asked them, so what do you think about the whole GameStop thing and everybody like screwing over the the uh shorters the, the shorters and stuff, they're like good f them i hate shorters <clears throat> listen you're like screw them they've been doing that to everybody for years it's about time it came back to them like i'm glad they lost millions you, of dollars do you know what it is about here, here's why i hate shorters because number one look look i get it we're in america you should be able to make money any way you want so i can understand that right but i don't respect somebody that that makes money off of somebody else's failure and then actively works to make it fail. Okay. That's different. Cause if you're sitting there talking about making money off of other people's failures, that's what betting on a fight is. That's like a sports fight or a sports match. 
Like, well, yeah, some, well, some loses, people are. Bank. I'm good to yeah, go. Yeah, but you're but betting you're on your guy, one person to win. It, manipulating it to the point where it's going to fail, then yeah, 100%. I agree with you. That's not fair because there are people that have jobs behind that whole company. But, but a company like GameStop where – you didn't really is that do. Still be, are they still holding the line at GameStop or? Is, uh, is yeah, it it's still up there. No, I mean it dropped like after it hit like 300, 400, whatever it was, but it's still up there. Look let's it up. See, let's see what the old. In the meantime, listen, I and Sean are not financial advisors. Oh wow! Dogecoin. Doge is Doge is back up. It's up. It's back up to where it was last night. Doge. No, not all the way up there. Yeah. Let me see, because I was looking at it like an hour ago. Let me see. Let me see what I got. No, 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 no. Like, like, Look. yeah, I know. But we're talking about like, what's today? What's today's date? Today is the ninth. No, yeah, it got up to like seventy cents last night. Um, so yesterday, so it's still down. Listen, Dogecoin, yeah, baby. It's still, yeah, it's still down from where. Yeah. If you guys want, <laughs> let me know. I'll get you a link to where you can start buying Dogecoin. Holler at your boy, get get us a couple of stocks in return. Well, what was I looking up? Uh, Dogecoin or no, GameStop. Was, GameStop? GameStop, that's what it was. At uh, like 170 or something like that, right? 160, yep. That's what I'm saying. So if you would have bought it at whatever it was, like six bucks, 10 bucks, like a year plus ago, bank. So there's a guy, uh, I watched the video that he spent $180,000 of his savings and bought, spent it all on Dogecoin. And he's up $2 million. It's rad. That's like, that's not even like ballsy. That's just, that's almost dumb. That's, that's pretty much. No, no, that's, that's. Like he literally took his entire life savings, which is $180,000. And the guy is super frugal. Like he lives in a studio, like 140 square foot studio. Like his his bed is like he got it off the side of the road. Everything he's like furniture, he's either made or picked it up on the side of the road. But he saw Dogecoin is like $180,000 on my money that I spent the last 30 years of my life saving. It's going on Dogecoin. And he's holding it until he hits $10 million. He's like, once I hit $10 million, then I'll sell it all. Good for him. I, uh, I'm... I only I only bought a hundred dollars worth, but but you get what at what though? It was at thirty cents or something like that. Yeah, see, like I I put in a hundred, two hundred at like six cents, so I'm sitting pretty man. It hits a dollar, I'm good. If it hits five or ten, you ain't seeing me for a while. <laughs> I'll be doing well, even- these podcasts from Tahiti, like sipping my ties. Well, dude, look, look. It doesn't even have. Welcome to Jujitsu Talk. <laughs> Listen, if anybody needs to know how to make money, it's Jujitsu people because you're That's not going to be making money. From not your not Gordon Ryan. Gordon Ryan's do does pretty well. That's smart money, man. It's smart um, money, and it's funny because Tom DeBlas joins it in too. He's like, I made a million dollars finally off of my instructionals. So, money is there, man. The money yeah. is there, but not everybody's going to be worthy of making instructionals that people are going to buy. You know what I mean? So yeah. definitely get your stuff uh, up there. But listen, be smart with your money. We're not financial analysts. I think for me, 
investing is what's going to be able to help us be able to retire earlier, but also let your money do the work for you. Whatever. I want to retire. I like my job. Like I want to do my job until like I'm three. What is it? Like three until minutes before, like until I'm three minutes what? before I'm kicking the bucket. Like I want to okay. finish my last article right before I at like 103. It's just like, and that's my opinion. And just hold the end button down. <laughs> after, after I send it off, because I want to live to be 103. I want to see the tricentennial. So you got like that's another funny. five years. Good for you. No. Though, <laughs> so you want to hear something freaky. Uh, you really think about it. 2021 is almost halfway over already. I know. It's nuts, right? We're almost into we're We're in the, coming up on the middle of May. Next thing you know, we're going to be June. It's like, what the hell, dude? This year is flying by. Like, it's crazy how you always say that, oh, this year is just flying by. But this year fucking flew by. I'm wondering if time is speeding up. I think time is all relative, so it's whatever you make it. It's not the time is speeding up. It's just you're just doing more, so it just looks like you got less free time. Maybe. So you know, it is what it is. Shit's crazy out there. You guys gotta, you guys gotta put in the work, man. You gotta put in the work if you want it. Go out and get it, at least. But the good part is more people are going back to training. Doors are opening up. More gyms are getting out there. Competitions are coming back. So it's cool, man. Shout out to Anea. Anea got gold in New yeah, Orleans. Saw. Good for him. Yeah, I got to see who else was competing. But, man, a lot of guys are doing pretty good. Ari so. got gold. Nice. Congrats, Ari. Did you see the article that I posted? <sighs> that uh, we made it into uh, oh, the Albanian, yeah. <laughs> newspaper. Albanian yeah. newspaper. So for those of you who haven't been following us on Instagram, you're fucking up. You need to go ahead and follow us. Damn, I cursed. I'm trying to stop cursing. Anyway, you're messing up. You need to go ahead and check us out. But Anea sent me the article. Uh, he got interviewed for an Albanian um, newspaper, and they've been interviewing him like left and right. But there's a photo of us after I cornered him at the fight to win, um, same one that you competed at. Um, and it's just us drinking coffee afterwards, and they used that photo. So I think it's hilarious that uh, it went out there. So, you know, we're international. We're international. We're, we're Albanian. And he's like, yeah, now you're going to be famous with me in Albania. Like people are going to stop you. So there's there is talks where we're in negotiation right now to fly to Albania. So I'm going to go check out Albania and be his uh, security guard. <laughs> like everybody, because his sister's back in Albania. They're like seeing family. She's like everywhere she goes, people are like stopping her and like asking her about like Enea and like the family, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, what's she doing? <laughs> it's like. It's not that serious, guys. Like, yeah. Well, no, you is. know what, though? For a country like Albania, which is on the smaller side of the Adriatic countries, right. you know, it's, uh, you know, when someone does something worth note, the, the whole family, the whole, you know, country gets to take pride in that. And that's, that's cool. I mean, especially when you're the first jujitsu champion for your entire country, that's awesome for him. Yeah. That's super awesome for him. And he's drinking coffee. So, you know, shout out. Shout out to, to an app. Shout out to coffee. Oh, my gosh. You have no Who's idea. Who's the real hero in this situation? I am. You're the real MVP. Seriously, I'm chilling with that coffee. I, I did quit for a couple of months, but right now I'm back on that bandwagon. 
Uh, speaking of fight to win, you competed at fight to win. Didn't go the way that you wanted. Why don't you no, give us, it did not. Give us a recap of what happened. Um, basically, you basically, uh, it was Doc, Doc. So Doc and I both have very similar games as far as half guard is concerned. And um, when he pulled, he pulled guard. Um, you know what it is, is and now and I'll tell you afterwards what what Jay Z and I talked about. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> so he pulled guard and he went for an omoplata, which I stuffed and got into side control, and then he he got half guard. Um, but that the way the the rule set is, you go for an he had the 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 uh, the submission attempt. So he got the point. Mm-hmm. So then I got into half guard and I could not, I could not get my foot out. Every time I kept either going for the knee slice, he would tweak my knee mm-hmm. or, and every time I would try to bring it the other way, he would go for the, he would like the sweep was almost there. So I was, we were in a battle of me trying to get the angle to get my leg out and, mm-hmm. and, and pass that guard. Um, what ended up happening is that's where, so like it was really, really boring, uh, which tends to happen. And then afterwards, like I tried to go for a Kimura at one point, but he really hit his arm. Like there was a bunch of stuff that was happening that just didn't get to, you know, didn't get to play out. Um, a lot of the stuff that people don't understand when they watch it, especially for ultra heavyweights is the invisible jujitsu that happens with ultra heavyweights is totally different than by invisible jujitsu, you mean cardio? No, not at all. Because my car, I was, I wasn't breathing heavy at all. Because I do my cardio, but it, it, you know, it was invisible jujitsu is like you know the things that are happening where nobody can see, right? right? That like the little like the like, weight transfer, like the weight the transfer, like like Jay Z couldn't understand why I couldn't get my leg out. I said, look, every time I went to move it, he ha- he was threatening this knee wrench. It was mm. really weird. So, you know, he got his the flags raised and 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 all credit. But did he to get Doc. you in a lockdown? Because I don't remember. Like, did he? It get wasn't you in a really lockdown? a locked. It's hard to explain. He did. He locked it a little bit different. Um, I watched the match and it was locked a little bit different, but nothing crazy. It was just the way he had my foot. Right. So, um, and he was getting tired. He's like, dude. He goes, you. And it's like it was. It was. A, it was funny when he said it. He goes, you are a lot stronger than you look. Yeah. I, I go, what are you talking about? He goes, well, I watched your other matches. You don't seem. You didn't seem to be that strong. I go, well, yeah. The yeah. guys I was going with are just as strong as I am. Yeah. You know, look at Justin. Justin's a friggin' gorilla. Like, a, like he is. Like like he does all that strongman stuff, and yeah. so it's like. But um, I was talking to Jay-Z afterwards and we were talking about it. He goes, the problem is that I had is I was in the IBJJF rule set mm-hmm. where don't get swept. Whatever you do, don't get swept. And what I should have done is I should have, I like I, at one point I was going for the choke, but my grip, it stopped working. Mm-hmm. So I, I got like, I got my thumb in, but I couldn't grip. Squeeze, right. So what I, what I, what the plan was is to get the grip and let him sweep me and go into the go into the cross collar choke. Right. Because that could have gotten me the points that I was looking for. Yeah. 
So it, what it was is, is he, what Jay-Z basically said is you got to let go more and, and fight the wins. He goes, you got to realize the rule set you're, you're fighting under is, is a little bit different. So you got to, you kind of got to go for stuff. That, and that's the thing that people forget is there's, you know, it's exactly that, like the, the point system competition mindset instead of like, listen, it's a show. It's a show. It's not about points. It's you got to put on the show to make it look like you're winning, not like stalling and just sitting there, hold it, looking up at the clock. Okay, no, go, go. If anything, it's just a very high profile training session is what it is because that, and then you get to try it. Look at Jay-Z's like high kick arm bar where he just decided to throw it. And then next thing you know, two, three matches, he does it. And now people see it like, oh shit, like he's going to try and get it on me. But that's all like, yeah, let me just try it. Let me just try and throw it. I tried it. It's funny. After he did it the first time, I tried it one day in practice. Like I just do it. And like, George was like, oh, Jay-Z over here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just, I just decided to throw the leg. It was there. Like might as well just try it. I don't know. I honestly don't know how much longer George is going to be able to hold class in that room. Yeah, man, our our school is growing like big time. It's awesome. It's really, really fun to see. Like we're getting so many new people coming in. And yes, there's some people that are still concerned about, you know, uh, the Rona and things like that. But man, and they're still finding ways to come in and train. There's people that are training even with a mask on. Like, listen, really? more power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More power to them, man. Whatever. You know, yeah. it's your choice. If you want to do that, that's your choice. Yeah, 100%. Like, I don't care. Listen, I do not care. I do not care if that's what makes you feel better or you need it for whatever, go for it. I'm not going to sit there and put you down for it. Like my body, I do what I want with it. I like walk around the way that I want. If that's what you want, as long as you're in here training, I don't give a shit. Damn it. I cursed again. I'm trying so hard not to curse. I'm trying so hard. Yeah. So, um, you know, that was cool. You know, um, what was really funny was the following weekend and watching and, and the biggest story of the takeaway of the following weekend, which was the subversive mm-hmm. uh, event was the Pat Downey uh, slam that is now considered a pass. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what it was. It wasn't a takedown. He picked him up from the ground in the guard slammed him and passed the guard so it's technically a it's a pass that's it's your, a pass. that's that's three points right there brother if yeah. it's ibjjf I'm by the way he was there yesterday too at, at um him and him and wagner were going at it. it was fun to watch nice yeah i need to go start jumping in there and getting it my back got messed up again so now it's like starting back up again that's why like i'm sitting like this just to avoid having it start like flaring up on me again but is what it is slowly getting better again but um speaking of training so you haven't watched this yet did you see like i mean you heard what happened with diego sanchez yeah getting yeah like they basically dropped him from the ufc for being nuts no they didn't drop him for being nuts they dropped him because his coach is nuts and basically put the ufc in a in a situation where they were going to be liable because of what his coach said so, well, no, what, what the, the re, what I heard was basically they wanted him to sign a clause on his contract that would say that it, after this fight, they cannot 
they would not be held liable for anything, any right. mental right. mental de- decline and that he could have. Again, that is because of what his coach said. So uh, what happened was they were doing an interview. It was like Megan Olivi, um, what's his face? Um, oh my gosh, what is his name? Why can't I think about it? Um, well, I saw the the behind the scenes, the um, the, the like, production, the production meeting. Right. So they were sitting there having that conversation, and then that's when his coach started yelling stuff. He's like, "Oh, we don't get the fair shake. We don't get this, that, and the other." So um, his coach, uh, Fabia, is it? Um, I forget his full name. Uh, Joshua Fabia. Yeah. Joshua Fabia starts saying like, oh, you know, we want you to release uh, his medical record so you can see that he's got like basically saying like the UC has been making Diego Sanchez retarded. Like that's basically what they were like (laughs) sitting there like he was. No, I'm dead serious. Like that's basically what he was sitting there saying. He's like, oh, look, at this is all the brain damage because of like the UFC and they're not willing to admit it. So, of course, then the UFC has to say like, listen, he passed all the medical tests like your coach went out and made these claims. Now you have to sign this piece of paper saying, no, like that's not true. A hundred percent, like fine, whatever, whatever. And the coach kept pushing and pushing it. So they're like, they have to, there's no other option. They have to release it. Well, then Diego Sanchez comes back and he starts saying that he is literally in fear for his life from the UFC as if they're like going to hire an assassin to put I did not hear that. Yeah. 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 So here, I'll tell you, I'll pull it up right now so I can, um, <clears throat> show you what he says like he's gone he's so far uh he's so far gone off the deep end now well not that he was he needed that far to go i mean he's been yeah he's been he's been a little bit nutso for a long time so wait wait till you hear this uh so this is an article from uh i don't even want no i don't want to read this one screw that uh i don't like that company i won't even give them the name um because they're an absolute trash of a uh, MMA reporting site. Uh, I'll let you figure out who I'm talking about. Um, Diego Sanchez afraid UFC will come after him. I'm fearful for my mother effing life, right? So Sanchez, who was supposed to co-headline Saturday's UFC and ESPN 24 event against Donald Cerrone, was pulled from his fight and released by the UFC after he and manager Joshua Fabia asked the UFC for his medical records. Fabia requested Sanchez's medical records through his 16-year tenure with the promotion, which alarmed the UFC about Sanchez's health. Although Sanchez passed all the medicals leading up to the fight, the UFC was not ready to put him in there if he couldn't confirm that he wasn't suffering from long-term medical issues. Sanchez and his team provided insufficient evidence in their response, and Sanchez was subsequently pulled from the fight. Fair enough. That's business right. is business. All right, right 100%. <clears throat> uh, it's been more than a week of drama for uh, the original winner of The Ultimate Fighter, who gave a lengthy interview in which he expressed concern over potential consequences of what he has had to say about the UFC and its treatments of fighters after their career end with the promotion. I'm going to, like, quote, I'm going to tell you guys, frankly, right now, I'm fearful for my mother effing life, Sanchez said. I'm fearful that this company, this billion-dollar monopoly company worldwide, is going to come after me. Something might happen to me in two years, maybe in a couple of years. Maybe I wreck my truck. Maybe, oh, Diego overdosed, some suicide-ish. I don't know, but I would not put anything past the level of evil that is within this corporation. He continued, quote, if I was to expose some of the stuff that I know about because I've been in this 
mother effer longer than anybody else and been the only one that survived the bitch that went through the dark tunnel and came out the other side, end quote. There, I mean, obviously the article keeps going. Uh, but, yeah. No, he's nuts. He's Dude. nuts. So now, okay. So now, obviously, his coach is one of those, what's the word? Um, non-conventional. The non-conventional coach. I'm going to pull up this video uh, so you can see the kind of training that he has him doing. Uh, where is it? It is absolutely hilarious and scary at the same time. So for those, Does it like touch button to park? Oh, it's way better. It's way better than touch button to park. Actually, it's way better entertaining-wise, but extremely disturbing otherwise. Uh, yeah, let me share my screen here. Uh, here, let's just do this. There we go. Let me know if you can see it. Can you see it? I can see it. All right. Here's the first one. You ready for this? Yep. He's hanging upside oh. down. Oh my gosh. Wait, I saw this. I didn't know. I did. I saw. So I saw BJJ memes make a meme. <laughs> they, they made a meme out of this and it was. <clears throat> Mind you, his coach can't kick for crap. That is the worst tech kicking technique ever. <laughs> and, and the meme was so. <laughs> Diego, Diego, that little dangly thing in the back of her neck and him, my dick. <laughs> so for those of you that are listening to us and not watching the video, what it is is Diego Sanchez is hanging upside down. I guess he's got like straps, so he's in like a weird, funky, like dollsome pose. Looks like Spider-Man uh, right. about, to kiss, about to kiss Mary Jane. Right. That's He's literally hanging upside down like Spider-Man with like his hands together like he's meditating. And all he's doing is meditating. Meanwhile, that slapping sound you hear is his coach slapping him in the face and kicking him. <laughs> so like now he's punching him bare knuckled in the dome because he doesn't have enough CTE in the back of the head, the side. This is training, bro. Like this guy watched must have watched so many old school kung fu movies. And now he's hitting him in the jaw. Like, oh, that's a kick. That was a kick to the freaking ear. By the way. That kick isn't a soft kick. It's definitely not a hard kick, though, either. No, but if you're hanging upside down. I want to know who filmed this. That's what I want to know. Was it? They like did. The they put, they, they put, they put, they, I guarantee you. They put a camera up. Well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, was this part of like the UFC like embedded thing, and the camera crew is sitting there and filming it, or no, was it they're they, like, no, we're gonna film this to show how awesome our training is, like, because if it was, if they like, and oh. <laughs> you can't, I can't. <laughs> it's just like it's so bad. And he's just punching him bare knuckles, like to the face, to the chin. Like he's just going like, I feel like this is, oh my gosh. I feel like this is what you do to your little brother after he loses a bet. It's like, you can't cry, bro. You can't cry. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I yeah. saw, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's, I, I honestly, you know what I thought? I thought the thing hanging upside down was one of those. Um, the dummies? The dummies that look like people. What are yeah. they called? The. It's like holy Iron Mike or something. Yeah, holy crap. Can you imagine like that I, dude? I that, you know what that you know, dude, you honestly, honestly, that's like 
That should be criminal. Right. What I'm thinking, like, it's like, it's almost like, uh, I don't, I, guys, just, just whatever with my words. It's retarded. This is a writer. This is a professional writer, by, by, by the way. Right. You, I'm not a talker. I can write it. I, I just don't have, I don't have the ability to write it. If you want someone that speaks good with words, get a languager. Yeah. Get a languager. I'm a, I'm a writer. Um, it's, 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 you know, it's a special needs abuse because he is not all there. And anybody who says that Diego is, is, is fine. You, you're, you're crazy. You're, you're lying to yourself. A hundred percent. You're lying to yourself. Like, but if anything, that probably helped out the UFC's case for the future. Anyway, it's like, listen, this is him. What he decided to do on his home time, excuse me, training wise to get a coach that'll kick him in the face. It's the same thing that happened with Carlos Condit. Remember like the, the coach that he had that made him do like all kinds of funky stuff to get help me with my balance. Wrong, wrong. Like that Wrong. did nothing for you. Wrong. If anything, you got worse after that. That's the same with Connor and what was his name? The guy that everybody like. Touch that, button the park. Yeah, touch button the park guy. What was his name? I don't um, know. He was a movement guy. I mean, that guy, that yeah. wasn't, that wasn't as bad. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Well, it wasn't because. Like gymnastica natural. Yeah, it was just gymnastica natural. I mean, that's part of bjj everywhere you know Meh. so it's like Meh. it wasn't uh, just saying it like that was that is not what this is is is, is again there's it's, a, it's, there's a guy down in miami that has the same thing and it's called uh uh i want to say it was like budo warrior yeah, yeah or i've actually like that. i've actually gotten he he came up to jay-z's once yeah and it's like it's such bs he's like oh i take Tai Chi and yoga and jujitsu and capoeira and I put it all together in a true warrior system. Like, no man, like you're just making a different package. You're trying to get DVDs. You're trying to get like stuff sold. Like I get it, but don't come up to people. Like you just came up with a new self-defense system. That this is how warriors really trained back in the day. Like I would love to have some old school, tribal native hunters that just come up and like this, what, what are you guys doing oh we're getting ready for for battle they didn't, they we're didn't getting train. ready to go hunt they're like no they trained they didn't well, train they like did that not. they trained by practicing throwing their spear and they running did. after deers yeah that's exactly it that's like, that, that, that like, they're, they're like training their training was fine trying to find food I would just <laughs> that imagine, was their training did you ever watch the movie the great white hype ah <sighs> No, but like, I know Lewis Gossett Jr. was in it. Right, it was like with Damon. I think it's Damon Wayans. Uh, who's the guy from Major? Oh Pain? no, no, that was Digstown. What was? Who's the guy that did Major Pain? Oh, it was uh, Damon. Damon Wayans. Right. So it was like Damon Wayans was like this like Mike Tyson level boxer against like the new guy, those this like giant white guy that's like super fit, trained, ready to go. And Damon Wayans did zero training. He just shows up like he's sipping like Coke out of a McDonald's like cup in between rounds. And he just goes, wham. After a whole buildup, he just goes and knocks him out with one punch, wins the fight. He's like, yeah. And it's just like, no, we're not going to do this. Like, that's what I would imagine a majority of people that do this kind of training and go up against like some old school guy. Be like, yeah, no. Yeah. But the dude that does the, the movement, he doesn't do it it, not as a defense system he does it as because that dude does jujitsu as well i think he's a purple belt under cyborg i could be wrong 
No, I, if you, oh shit, I just get the camera. Now, but like now when he like first started, like, let me fix the camera here. There we go. Um, now when he first started, because when he first started, I knew a couple of girls that started like going to him and they were like selling it. That's like, they were giving me the same sales pitch that he gives people. I was like, this guy's robbing you of your money and he's most likely trying to bang you. I'm just letting you know right now. I, that's probably what he's trying to do. Same like the yoga guy that was uh, the Bikram yoga guy. That's all that they're trying to do. Everyone's trying to start like a new version of a cult. Like nothing. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a cult. Yeah. yeah. Nothing substitute, like substitutes going in, practicing punching somebody in the face or punching or uh, practicing like choking somebody out. There's no shortcuts. There's no fancy new way. You might find something that might benefit your body more for sure. But you're not going to sit there and, and do any kind of crazy new routine where all of a sudden you're going to become world champion because you're getting you're hanging upside down, getting kicked in the head by some dumb dumb that says he's your new strength and conditioning coach. Speaking that, of that, 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 that's just so bizarre, dude. It's a, I, I it's love it. So bizarre. I love it. Um, if you want to go and volunteer yourself to go get more brain damage on your own free time, I'm all no. for it. I don't but feel that's, bad for you. I feel no. bad for Diego because someone's taking I don't advantage think I, of someone in a bad mental state. Yeah, I don't think Diego is mentally. You know, I, again, I'm not a doctor, but I have heard the dude talk, and he does not sound like he is. I think he dipped a little heavy into the ayahuasca, and he went into some like it started when he's like, "I'm no longer the bloodthirsty Diego." Like I have reached a new level. I think he's trying to be like Jim Carrey. Like Jim Carrey did so many mushrooms and LSD there. He's like, he's yeah, kinda... but now he's back to being the nightmare. He went from being Diego to the, he went, he was the nightmare to the dream. And then he started calling himself the nightmare again. Yeah. Listen, I mean, I, I know people that know him like personally and obviously they feel bad, which, you know, kind of all do it. Just, I hope, he gets the help. Diego looks like a like like when I watched. Did you watch the video of Diego afterwards? Like talking, he's like sitting on the um outside of a building on the side of a wall. Mm -mm. He sounds like a little kid, dude. Yeah. Oh no. 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 Yeah. That's what happens when you have that much brain damage. You you regress to a point where I know a lot of people think that they know what CTE and brain damage is to boxers and fighters and stuff like that. Unless you have sat down with someone that is an old school boxer fighter and you personally have seen it, you cannot physically understand the difference in a human being off of a video, off of a, an interview or anything like that. It is heartbreaking to say the least because you can tell this was a human being that is losing brain cells. They lost brain cells and now they're just firing off randomly and they've regressed. It's scary. It's absolutely scary. And it's something that everybody needs to kind of pay attention to whenever you do any martial arts, even for jujitsu, even though like, yeah, whatever we get injuries here, that and the other, listen, getting put to sleep, getting choked isn't, isn't helping your brain get any smarter. No, like you're still like, you're cutting off oxygen and blood to your brain repeatedly for years. You're going to get a little dumber. All right. You just hope that you get to, you get to your goal before you lose all the brain cells. Yeah. Or you tap before you get put to sleep. 
I mean, I mean, there's that option too. You know, you know, that's just a weird. That's just me. Yeah. But but, you know, listen. Now here's the thing. I think everybody should go to sleep at least once so mm-hmm. they understand what it, the sport that they're in and what can happen to them, and that it's not as as what's the word I'm looking for? Scary. Scary as a lot of people put it, make it out to be, but it's not something you want to do a lot. Yeah. You know, you, you, well, it's the same way they do for, for like seals training. I mean, you literally have to drown. They force you to drown. So you learn, it's like, this is the feeling that it, that it's like to be dying and you have to be mentally prepared for it. Yeah. Like they do it. If you watch it, if you watch the videos, yeah, it's the pool, it's the pool one. Yeah. They will literally sit there and force you to go down, jump off, come back down. They mess with you. You're holding weights well, and stuff. Well, the one that the one that they basically drown you with. They like tie your hands and your feet. No, no, it's not that one. It's okay. the one where they make you um, like basically what they do is they they you have a dive rig on, and instructors just keep coming in on and you, taking and, it off, yeah, and taking it off and jacking you up, and then. Uh, and they do the same with like the gas masks, and right? Stuff. Like, like right? But but what, when they do it in the pool, it's basically I was just. It's funny you're talking about this because I was just watching a Navy SEAL talk about it. He said it's the worst part of yeah. SEAL training, and basically he goes, "You're going to drown. Like you're you're you're. They will that like a lot of people will give up at that stage because they just can't handle it." Yeah. Oh, mentally for sure, Mr. Mentally, but but like that's the you know that that exercise. He goes, eventually you're going to you're you're going down. He goes, you just got to mentally accept it. Yeah. No, it's uh, listen. I think Diego mentally accepted it a long time ago, and now he's reaping uh, the benefits. When they're sitting there, like, oh, I want to sit there in the middle of the the cage and just bang and take the brain damage. You, you're you're reaping the the benefits of having those fights, but it is what it is. But speaking of crazy training, we didn't really get to talk about this. But if uh, for those of you that follow McDojo, our good friend over at McDojo, they showed uh, or released a video of a uh, judo coach. Uh, where is he based out of? I forget. Was it? Like, By the way, he, did you know? I had no idea he was doing commentary for Subversive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good for him. And he did it with Sam, and Sam, Sam McCoy did such a good job. Yeah, Sam was awesome. I think I, it, if Seth ever watches this, which I doubt he does, but if he does, what Seth should do is hire Sam McCoy to do all of the commentary from here on out. I mean, I don't know about all that, but I mean, he did a good job. Like, I think you need to have different people. I think there's definitely a lot of good people that could do commentary. I don't think you should. You need to have different people. How many, how many, like, how many teams do you see that are different people? It's basically the same people all the time. And there's a reason because you oh, well, no, form a chemistry. Especially for like, for fights win. I mean, like, listen. No, I know. I'm not I know. trying to sound mean, but when they had those two girls doing the commentary for the fight to win in Miami, it was god awful. Right. They, That's why they I should said be you're... like embarrassed to sit there and be on the microphone like that. It was absolutely god awful. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but nobody wanted to sit there and listen to you going back and forth drunk on like 
talking like a bunch of like high school kids. Like, so I agree that there should be some good consistency, but I think there's enough where I think a bunch of other people need to get shots at doing uh, commentary. No, I right. don't. I think if you find somebody that's good at it, you stick with it. Yeah, you and, can keep and, them for sure. And but, Sam, Sam did an incredible job. No, they did good. So it was Taipei, Taiwan, right? So um, basically what happened is this, um, there's a, a young boy of seven years old who is now in a coma and a vegetative state after he was thrown nearly 30 times by his judo instructor. Um, there is a video out there. Um, I would sit there and say, like, I'm not going to put it up here, but I would say to go and watch it if you want to see it. Um, it's I didn't not see fun. the video. I don't, I don't think I'd like to see that video. It's He's throwing him. He's throwing him hard. He's throwing this kid hard like it was almost like a grown man, and this kid gets slammed down over and over again. So I'll read you the article. Uh, from uh, BJJEE. Um, Huang, a seven-year-old boy from Nanyang Elementary School, attended his second week of judo class. The 67-year-old judo instructor surnamed Ho told a 10-year-old boy to perform a shoulder throw on Huang multiple times. After several throws, the young Huang complained of pain in head and pleaded with the instructor not to be thrown anymore, even vomiting. The instructor ignored the boy's pleas and ordered the boy to be thrown 20 times. The whole incident was caught on video, and you can see the boy crying and begging on his knees for the punishment to end. However, the instructor, Ho, then personally throws the child another seven times. Huang then passed out, turned pale, and stopped moving. The instructor, Ho, then called for an ambulance and was rushed to the hospital. The boy suffered a severe intracranial hemorrhage, so bleeding to the brain. After the operation, doctors declared that Huang was in a brain-dead state, and if he survives, he will likely remain in a vegetative state. Um, TaiwanNews.com stated that the instructor went to visit the boy at the hospital but presented a different story. When visiting the hospital after the child underwent surgery, Ho initially claimed the child had fallen on his own. It was only after learning about the serious nature of his injuries did Ho admit that he and the student had thrown him many times. When police took Ho in for questioning on April 23rd, he claimed the boy had cried when being thrown in previous classes and presumed he was complaining without good reason. Ho was then investigated for negligent bodily harm before being released without bail. I, here's the thing is I could kind of understand that, but not being thrown by an adult. Listen, it was only like his second week of training judo. So he's not going to know breaking like, of like break. No, no, no. I, what, what I'm saying is if you have somebody that joins a class, a judo class, I don't know. I'm not a judo guy. So, but what I'm saying is, the kid knows what, what class he's in. He knows it's about, it's a throwing, you know, it's a grappling art that is, is that is formed around throws. I can understand a little kid not wanting to do that after a, a few days. And I could also understand him go, trying to come up with a way to get, to, out, of to get out of it. And so I can understand where the coach is coming from with that idea because it's happened a million times, but it just goes to show you that you don't know that, that, you know, well, this kid I mean, was it, actually, actually suffering. If you have taught judo long enough, you got to be able to read the difference between a kid who's just soft and a kid who's legitimately getting hurt. Agreed. So it's no different than if we get little kids in a jujitsu class. Like 
you know the difference of a kid that's just complaining because he's soft and he's not used to having to work hard and he's not used to getting beat up. And then a kid that's like, that kid is getting hurt. Like that kid is legitimately getting hurt. He's getting thrown. And there's no real soft throws in judo. Like, it's, I mean, you got to throw someone, you got to throw somebody. The classes are, are tough, you know? But yeah. even then as an instructor to sit there and be like getting mad to the point where like, I'm going to throw you another bunch of times, man, that yeah, guy for sure deserves to go to jail. What I think happened was his experience actually worked against him because I guarantee you, and, and, and it's obvious the dude never had anybody die on, <laughs> you, you know, or, or, yeah. But I mean, even <clears throat> then, I mean, like I said, watch the video, you'll see for yourself, you make your own decision, but listen, your job as an instructor is you got to take care of those kids. And if like, sometimes like, yeah, sometimes you have to go tough on a class or whatever and say like, no, we're doing this, but you also have to know when to draw the line, throwing a kid like 50 times, smashing his head into the floor isn't going to teach him a lesson. Maybe it's something where you do it once or twice. And then the next class you do another couple of times, like, this is how it goes. This is jujitsu or this is judo. You have to go like, but I would never sit there and have someone two weeks into a Muay Thai class. Be like, all right, you're going to start taking shots to the dome now hard. I agree. Like you can't do that. So yeah, this guy definitely needs to go to jail. Um, The last part of the article says Cho Chun Chun Chung head prosecutor of the Taichung District Prosecutor's Office said that Huang's parents pressed charges against Ho for negligent bodily harm, and they are not ruling out pressing charges for negligent homicide if their son dies. Huang's father said it would take a miracle for him to regain consciousness, and he demanded an apology and explanation from Ho. Like, an apology. Like, that's not going to bring your kid back into, like, a normal state, man. Right, and I'm sure an apology is an easy thing to give. But you, you know, gotta be that, careful. You apologize, that's automatically taking guilt. So who Well knows? no, you apologize for what happened to you know, I'm sorry this happened. That's yeah. not but at the same you know, again, it's it's uh what do you do, you know, unfortunately. So it's like as a human, you should apologize. Nobody wants a kid to end up in a coma. You know you what I'm saying? Become a vegetable. Yeah. Like, how big of a dick are you that you have to sit there? You threw a kid so bad that he is borderline dying. If he's not, he's a vegetable now because of you being a douche. So hopefully, I mean, you know, we hope he gets better. But, yeah, that teacher needs to rot in hell. Um, We're of different opinions of that because I don't I don't think the guy was malicious. I think he was trying to help. I think you need to watch the video and see. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. I think you need to watch the video. Did you watch it? Yeah. Was he being a like yeah like it was unnecessary for him to be throwing the kid like it was 100 percent unnecessary like again that's what i'm saying like i understand when it's like this kid's got to get toughened up a little bit but i would never throw a kid or like do a hard takedown on a kid that's a fraction of my size like you just are not going to do that if you're trying to be an instructor now if this kid was like 15 and he's trying to be like in the you know, world judo team or something like then. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have to kick his ass a little bit, but again, he's got to have more than two weeks worth of training into the martial art. Right. So anyway, off to the next thing, craziness. Now this I saw, and I had to do a double take on. Okay. 
because it was so awkward when it like I was scrolling through my Instagram feed and it popped up and I thought it was a joke. So I had to really, really go through in there. But it was a video of Nick Diaz doing his little nunchuck BS thing. And all of a sudden, strip chat, Nick Diaz self-defense on strip chat. Like, what? So for those of you that don't know who strip chat is, liars, um, it's an online cam for, you know, adult cam service girls, basically Pornhub type stuff. But Nick Diaz is going to go on there and start teaching it. So here's the ad and he posted up on his Instagram. I'm going to share the screen with you again so you can see it. Uh, here you go. Can you see it? Yes. Okay. Are you done texting? Strip chat. What the hell? That's all that is. <laughs> it's him just doing nunchucks. Wait, hold on. Is it keep going? Why? <laughs> why? 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 Yeah. So the post says, uh, there, "You know what? There needs to be. There needs to be a mashup between this and the Nate and the and the Diego Sanchez." Oh, that'd be great. I think I'll do that. I think I'll like with music. Yeah. So I will be live streaming my training session at nickdiaz.live powered by strip chat. We will cover all sorts of self-defense shit you could use. The date will be announced soon. So stay tuned until then tag two friends and enjoy 50 free tokens by visiting. So is that 50 free tokens for strip chat? My son. No, I think it's, I know. I think it's for his. You think 50 free tokens, 50 free tokens to what? to to his 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 room i don't think so i think it's for no, i don't know dude jujitsu's getting weird how much, how, much is weird. He, how bad is he hurting for money that that becomes a thing you're not gonna take any random fight but you'd be like yeah yeah, yeah i'll take strip chat i'll take the strip chat sponsorship well, i'm wondering what but i'll take the strip chat service well dude remember at one point everybody had golden palace drawn on their back yeah and see that's funny i brought that up the other day i was having a conversation with someone and people forget about that like there's a, I know somewhere there's a fight where GSP had Golden Palace on his back. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On his back or on his chest, I forget what it was. But yeah, there's like GSP's done it. A um, bunch of boxers used to do it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it was stupid. It was it was great for Golden Palace, but it was like, how? I mean, it makes sense. It's like, why wouldn't you do it? Like it's. If you get a chance to make money to advertise, for sure you make a good chunk of change. But how hard up for money is he? Or he's smart, and that means now he gets to go and gets invited to every year. He gets invited to that AVN, and he's going to teach self-defense classes at, like, the yearly porn convention. That's genius. Like, you get to choke people out and see some boobies. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> How much money do you think he's making from that? Hundred K, maybe. No, you think? Yeah. I mean, how how big is Strip Chat? I don't know. I've never been. Let's, <laughs> let me know. let me look up Strip Chat here. <laughs> this is strictly for research purposes. 
All right. Uh huh. We're gonna look up to see what the strip chat Instagram account has number wise. Well, I think they got a bunch of fake ones. Cause there's, yeah, is this it? Cause if this is, yeah, there's like a bunch of different fake ones. Let me see the website. Maybe they're just on TikTok. I don't know. Let's see. I, Cause I'm definitely not gonna sit there. Yes, I am over 18. Yeah, no, the the 50 free tokens is for you to go and sit there and, and watch. That's what, 100% of what that is. Watch strippers? Yeah, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, because it, it ain't it ain't just stripping and what they're doing on this. Do they even have, like, I'm trying to see if they don't even have, like, an Instagram account or anything. So, whatever. So, whatever, man. It, it is what it is. I don't think he got paid 100K. And if he's getting most likely when they give them sponsorships like this or they do a collab like this, they'll say, we'll give you X amount of money and we'll give you uh, a percentage for every person that comes in and signs up. I don't really think he's going to have that much of a turnaround for a self-defense class slash web girl cam thing. Well, Here's here's the question. Is he going to teach us how to nunchuck? I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. Listen. You get a couple of these strippers, like they tie up their like their vibrators on like nunchuck style, like brrr, that's like a double shot. You get smacked in the face with a with a a vibrator and nunchuck style, like you kind of lost that fight. There's no coming back. Why have that? Why have we never? Why have we never seen that? Why have we never seen a kung fu porn movie? Oh, I'm sure there is. For sure there is. With with you know big rubber dongs. For sure there is. Rubber fist. There's got to be. There has to be. 100%. There has to be. Why don't you do the research? You're, no, I'm good. That's your homework. Go do that research. Kung Fu, you know what? Why not? Why not just go and I mean, I know, I know that there are, like, um, Japanese movies that are like that, where it's like there is a lot of, like, martial arts, but it involves a lot of that stuff. Yeah, no, you know what? There is. I know for sure there is because they did one for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I know that there's a parody of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon where it was like a porn movie. I forget what it's called. Oh, I hate you. I hate you. Why? Because you just the, first thing, the first thing is sexual kung fu kundalini class and it's this bald naked dude sitting there with a ranger. <laughs> I hate you. Why did you Google that? No, I didn't Google it. I, I went to Pornhub. Oh well, see, it's that's. Oh, they, see, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the mm. dr- the the hidden the kung fu style crazy effing with with uh, that that looks like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and it's friggin' hilarious. It's called. <laughs> is it called Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? No, it's called Asian Chinese's Ancient Chinese Sex Kung Fu Style Crazy Effing Weird Funny. They just put a bunch of tags on it, but I don't see. Like, I don't see, like, a Kung Fu. There's only two There's only two pages of, like, when you put Kung Fu in the... It's called Crouching Tiger Hidden Penis. <laughs> Is it uh, really called that? I think so. That's the title that popped up. I'm not clicking that. 
Oh my gosh. So yeah, listen, I know for sure that there are. I know for sure that there are. The the industry is too big for them not to do it. They always do that. Like they always make like the porn versions of like big name movies, right? Then they do it for like Brokeback Mountain. I, for I, sure. I oh my gosh. Oh, you just looked up Brokeback Mountain, didn't you? No, no, no. I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm what are you watching. doing watching? You're not supposed to be watching it on the podcast, you perv. I want to see what it is. Jeez, it's so funny. Got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we oh reached my the new gosh. freaking low. We reached the new low. Shots oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> on the podcast. You got it. Oh, my gosh. Don't send me that link. Oh, my me. gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh! Do not send me that link. Oh, that's the funniest thing I've seen. Yeah, that is the funniest. That is the funniest thing I've seen. Dude, he chucked her and she went flying. She's all naked, and she lands and she looks back. Oh my gosh! Oh, are are you done? Yeah. (laughs) That's on you. You're like, go look. But you know what? Telling you that's there. I didn't say go look right now. There was beaver. no, there was no uh, nunchucks made out of dongs. There I mean, no- why don't you just type in dong nunchucks? See what pops up. I know for sure there are. Hey, fine. I'll you know go. one of my, you know one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite viral videos from the early two thousands oh. was was the guy that put put the the dong on the uh, on the drone and was flying it in the news <laughs> conference. <laughs> It was just like around the guy. I remember that. Uh, they threw shoes at it. Yeah, I remember uh. that. <laughs> oh, check this out. Um, Etsy comes in with the Etsy. clutch. Well, Etsy, Etsy isn't like no nunchucks. Yeah, but that's Etsy. That's like one-off oh, hey, stuff. Hold on. You got to listen to this title. Uh, listen, I, I we already thrown out we've thrown out the the ads Ugh. on this video already. Dildo nunchucks, eight plus inches of action, ready, random colored silicone dickery, just for you. <laughs> I don't think eight inches is long enough. Listen, whatever. I don't know how much you like to handle, but it is what it is. They I have, don't know if I if I have nunchucks, I want at least eleven inches. Okay. Right. Listen, I or ten what, inches. Ten I know, inches. I know what to get you for for Christmas. How long? Evidently. How long do you think a nunchuck should be? About a foot, maybe a foot even. I think even ten inches is too small. I don't, I don't know. I'm I think a, you need I'm a full a twelve nunchuck expert. Like you I think are, you evidently. need. I need. I think you need a full foot of dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna clip that part. It's like I don't know. You just need a full foot of dong. <laughs> if you're gonna make a solid pair of nunchucks, are you trying to defend yourself, or are we just gonna dick around here? <laughs> Matt, could you, dude, could you imagine if you like? I could just see like it'd be a perfect scene in a movie. The guy pulls out like a knife. Another guy pulls out uh, brass knuckles. This guy reaches back, pulls out a dong nunchuck. nunchuck. It's like whoa, 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 man, take it easy. All right, all right, you won, you won. We can discuss this as human beings. Oh nah, my gosh. That's not easy. Like, listen, whatever, man. To me, that that tells me that Nick Diaz is hurting for cash. <sighs> like, oh, and he's getting ready to announce another. I was fight. wondering how we got to that point. I'd already forgotten. How do we get yeah. to the point? 
it's it's oh why doesn't anyone just photoshop that in the video just him like swirling around like that i'm doing that i'm gonna do that then then you know what you do you cut it you cut it with a a dog smacking yeah You see, you see Diego like this, uh, hanging like, upside slap, down. You just slap, see, slap, slap. You oh. just see <laughs> We're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're doing that. We're going to make that happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. We're going to make that. I'm sweating from laughing so hard. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're going to make that happen. <laughs> uh, who is he gonna fight? Like, cause they're they're gonna announce that he's gonna fight somebody. The cockknocker from cockknocker from, from uh, Jane Silent Bob. Jane Silent Bob, straight back. That's who he can fight. Jeez, it's so bad. I mean, oh. they'd be, if they were smart, they would do like a a card with Nick and Nate Diaz fighting together. That would card would sell a yeah, lot. Yeah, that card would sell big. Like that would definitely sell big. And uh, you know what? It could. Well, don't we have Dustin Poirier against Connor in nine weeks? No, that weeks? got. I thought that got cut. No, I thought, I thought Connor said he wasn't doing it. No, that was just BS. Because when uh, when Dustin called him out for the uh, for the money for the money stuff, but no, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I I, um, I started calling Lee Cockknocker. Cockknocker. Yeah, because Lee's. Have you ever noticed how big Lee's hands are? Yeah, he's got big old monkey hands. He's got. They're, they're the same size as my hands. Yeah, well, and he's I, got it from weightlifting. No, no, he's just got large hands. Like they're they're almost as like they're literally almost as long as mine mm. and almost as wide as mine. And 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 I've got him by at least four inches height. You know, uh, maybe even more. But like his hands are huge. So he's he reminds me of Cockknocker from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. So I started Poor calling Lee. him Cockknocker on Monday or on Saturday. I'm sure I'm sure he enjoys that. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's been so weird the past few weeks of everything that's going on in in uh in jujitsu and MMA. It's been absolutely freaking weird and crazy. And then the big thing is um so we talked about this a little bit before we were we got on the on the mic, but so Gordon on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast finally, um, which was great by the way. If you haven't listened, well, yeah, to it's it. a great podcast. Go check it out. But one of the and, bigger, and for jujitsu guys, I don't know if regular people would find it as I think as a, I think they would. I think it definitely uh, is making a big impact for even people outside of jujitsu, but. One of the big things that has been stirring up the pot in jujitsu was um, Gordon's comment about gi versus no gi, and where he was saying that the gi is going to die out within the next what do you say, like five to ten years? Five to ten years. And I wouldn't look, dude. I don't disagree like, with him. I don't disagree with. I don't think it'll die out one hundred percent because technically that is the sport. Well, no. Everything else outside of the gi is not really jujitsu. What I think is really going to happen is the hobbyist is going to remain in gi. Bless you. Bless you. Oh, Sean is going bonkers right now. So if you're watching us on YouTube, he's like spazzing. Sean, when he sneezes, has to sneeze like five to six times in a row. 
You Ooh, done? Yeah. Better? Yeah. Um, how, how, how professional is it when I hit the moon? Yeah, no, that was pretty solid. I didn't even notice you doing that. That's pretty good. Um, damn it. Oh, so what I was saying is the, um, the hobbyist gi is going to remain under the gi aspect of it. But for people that are going to be competitors and really want to move forward in grappling, they're going to start focusing more on no gi. And, and you want me to tell you how I know this is, this is, this is the way it's going. This is the way. This is the way is because if you notice IBJJF is doing more nogi than I've ever seen them ever do. I think they need to build it though, too, because <laughs> the amount of entries that they have for gi competitions versus no gi competitions is huge. There's a big, big difference in the amount of people that are signed up. And obviously more people do gi than they do no gi. It's understandable. Um, but a lot of people disagree with them and the big thing that I think they didn't really discuss is the fact that for people that are in a like a, a lower uh, economical situation, there's more opportunities of getting out of that area or that lifestyle or that life rather um, thanks to no gi than there would be in gi. Because there's going to be more money in any event involving no gi type grappling than there would be in a gi grappling, right? There's not going to be people getting paid $10,000 to compete in a gi outside of trying to win worlds, right? At IBJJF finally, but no one's going to pay you $10,000, $20,000 to go compete in a gi tournament. Compared yeah. to if you're doing no gi where you can go sign up for EBI combat jiu-jitsu if you really wanted to transition over to mma like it's just an easier transition and even for wrestlers especially if you're talking about areas in the united states where excuse me wrestling is a big part of the life of everybody in that area no gi grappling is the next step because there's going to be more opportunities making money from no gi grappling after college than there is in a gi or anything else right <clears throat> right because what happens why to a lot of D1 wrestlers after they after they finish college? Okay, you just spent the last 15 years of your life, maybe more, dedicated to being the best wrestler, one of the best wrestlers in the country, if not the world. What happens after that? You're gonna go yeah, teach you, a high school? Yeah, you get you get screwed. What and, and there's only so many coaching positions. So it's, it's and and it's why, like I said, you could you know watching Pat Downey yesterday at. Uh, at Wagner's, you know, it, it's Pat Downey is looking to, to transition, man. I mean, there's there, <clears throat> jujitsu or is, is the next professional grappling is the next logical step now for wrestlers that aren't going to be on the Olympic team. Yeah. Like if you're not going to be in Olympics and you have, you have all these skills that are, it's either MMA or grappling and you got to start somewhere. So <clears throat> You know, no gi is going to be the way. And, and and like I said, IBJJF used to be doing, you know, now we're seeing every, almost every event has gi and no gi, yeah. two separate days now. So which <clears throat> I think the best thing for them to do was what they did this year was allowing browns and blacks and the adults to uh, do heel hooks yep. and reaping. Um, it would be really cool if they had just let that across the board 
and not just adults. It'd be really cool if they let that happen to masters, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> the bottom line is, is, is they are seeing that the sport is moving forward. And the, and here's the thing, man, the, the whole Danaher death squad, I think, Oh, gets, should get a heavy, heavy majority of the credit for that. Agreed. I mean, it's it's a weird combination. I think that Gordon definitely gets the should get the majority of the um, credit. I think, and a lot of it has to do with Gary Tonin. It's one of those things that if you're outside of jiu-jitsu, you're going to know who Gordon Ryan is. Most likely, unless you're a diehard MMA fan or a like diehard jiu-jitsu person, you're not going to know Gary Tonin. But if you're into jiu-jitsu and you've been at it, you know who Gary Tonin is and you know exactly how he's probably, I think, one of the most exciting grapplers that you could watch. Well, look, dude, we, we had... It was Eddie Cummings. It was it was Gary Tonin. Those that was like the first wave coming out of uh, out of uh, Henzo's up there. Yeah. And then Gordon, and now Nikki, and then uh, there's a few other guys now, and and then now with um, Craig Jones with them too. It's just like it's it's they're they've been pushing the sport towards the leg lock game. And really opening up what no gi grappling is really, you know, what it really sh- could be, you know, and 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 watching like watching what what Gordon did to Wagner and rolling with Wagner and watching what Gordon did to Wagner lets you go, holy crap! No, the level is crazy. The level is absolutely crazy. Now, here's the funny part is. And I'm still trying to get Wagner to come on here. I think that Wagner has the potential to getting the number one spot at the next ADCC for his weight division. 100%, I think he has the potential to get the number one spot because he is the only one other than Gordon to consistently be competing at a high level on the off season, right? Name well, me, name No, 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 no. Not even he hasn't competed in as many times as Wagner. No, you said has. in the off in the off season. Yeah, in the last year and a half. Yeah, right? William Tackett has been on fire. Uh, Roberto Jimenez has been on right. fire. Roberto, but right. <clears throat> But even then, Roberto Jimenez only had the third coast grappling stuff. Wagner still competed way more times than he did. Like, Roberto just had a lot of really high-profile fights, for sure. And he's gone up against some good people. But Wagner's going up against Roberto's, going up against all those guys, like, at the high level. The guys that are automatically in the higher level of uh, ADCC contention – and he's been doing it nonstop. So while everybody else is kind of sitting on their ass trying to find like other uh, looks or trying to get like some tournaments here and there, Wagner has been out working everybody and here giving him all the looks 
all the opportunities to do his research and say, okay, this is the kind of style that he is. Now I understand his pressure. Now I see how he actually reacts and acts in a role. Name me anybody else who has gotten as many looks as Wagner in the last year and a half at ADCC level grapplers that he's potentially going to be competing against. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Roberto, because he's been doing all those three, third coasts, all the fight to wins. He's been doing everything. Uh, Jimenez has been doing everything he could get his hands on. Right, and that and that's great. I'm not saying he hasn't. Let me like pull it up right now so I can look at it. It's funny he got like an old ass photo of his. Um, looking up all his matches. So, 2020 he competed a bunch. Uh, he did. Oh, they only have up there. Yeah, he did like substars. Okay, Kansas Open doesn't really count. Fight to wins don't really count. Who who is uh, this? Uh, Roberto. So like he went up against like Pedro Mourinho at Third Coast Kumite. He did submission underground. Um, he did the other Kumite and submission undergrounds and then pants. So he had a bunch of great matches, but he lost to the really, really high level guys, right? He did beat Ty Rutolo and, and uh, Cade Rutolo. But then you're talking about, okay, now you got to go look up at Wagner's. It's different levels that Wagner's oh, yeah. competing against. For sure. So <clears throat> should Roberto get inside ADCC? I think so. I don't know how well he would do. Um, I don't think he's going to sit there and – I don't think he would beat Wagner. I don't think he would beat um, – JT, because at the end of the day, it's going to end up being going down to JT versus Wagner or J, like JT, Wagner, Gary, like all those guys are going to be around like the same spot. And if Gary is going to go back to focusing on MMA or stay again close to MMA, I don't know how much he's going to sit there and be ready to go for ADCC. I hope he does ADCC again, but the looks that Wagner is getting and the research that Wagner is getting is way more than anybody else. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's, it blows my mind how nobody else has really sat there and they're so worried about taking the loss that they're missing out on the opportunity for the big win. And like, what's Wagner going to care if he loses to somebody? He's like, he, first of all, he's still going to get paid. Second of all, it's like his goal is ADCC. It's not third coast. It's not submission underground. It's like none of that stuff means anything. It's ADCC. It's a hundred percent ADCC. So I'm really looking forward to seeing like the next like matches for the next year for for Wagner because everyone's got a year now. 2022 is yep. going to be ADCC, and it's a, so I don't know about you, but I'm already getting ready to to go buy my tickets and stuff. As far as like get a hotel and flight, like I'm booking that stuff super early. I think they said it's in Las Vegas. It's in Vegas. So I'm like, I might just get like an Airbnb or something and book it a, a year ahead of time. I, I am planning that trip out for sure. So we definitely got to do that. Um, I think we're going to wrap it up. It's uh, time to go have uh, fun with the fam moms. Um, listen, Guys, please check out the sponsors, Choke Aloha, Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co., uh, AJG Fight. Please go ahead and check them out. Sean is stoked because he's got a bunch of, like, skate stuff again. He's making new boards. 
What was the raffle that you won? Um, and it, <clears throat> there's these board trading sites and like enthusiast sites, uh-huh. and they do these raffles for like so for uh, it was fifteen bucks a spot for like thirty seven spots or twenty six spots, and I bought three three places and I got two two boards, backpacks, some hats. I got a, a, a fanny pack. Like I bought a, I want a bunch of stuff, bro. Why didn't you tell me I'd sign up for those too? Well, you got to sign up. You got to join the, uh, yeah. Send me the invite so I can join. Don't, don't. Okay. Um, anyway, congratulations to you and your wins. Um, big shout out to everyone. Thank you so much for the support on the charity stream. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Please don't forget to smash that like button, hit the subscribe button, the notification bell, whether you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes or Amazon, or you're watching us on YouTube, we appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate you all your support this week with everything that's going on. Um, we're not going to get into it, obviously, unless you want to. Um, no, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm good today. I mean, I have my boy in the background. He'll always be here. He's been here for for you know yeah. for over a year now. But um, you know that's this is my you know saying goodbye to him on Wednesday was one of the hardest things I've I've you know I've had to do. And you know, there's people that don't have dogs that don't understand that and don't understand how they they become family and you love them just as much as you could love a human. Um, but. Uh, you know, he was just, he, he told us he was, he, he was done. He wasn't walking anymore. He stopped walk. He, he started walking really bad on Saturday and just got worse over the weekend. And then when he got back to uh, Tracy's, he wasn't walking at all. And that was, it was time. And, and so we did something really cool. Like we, I don't want to say cool, cool is the yeah. wrong word, but instead of taking him to the, what, well, instead of taking him to the vet, that we had a service come to the house and, and they, you know, he, he transitioned surrounded by love in a comfortable place. That's good. So he didn't, you know, we didn't have to take him to the vet. They came, they, you know, and they, they, you know, they did, did what they're supposed to do. And then they took him away. And then in a couple of weeks we'll get his ashes, which will be awesome. Um, you know, it's, it, it sucks you know you, you you love these things and and you ex, you want them to be around like there's no time that ever would have been enough time you yeah. know i would i've had them for 16 years which is a long time for a big dog yeah but um you know i would i would selfishly i would have kept them alive for another 16 yeah but it was his time and he he told us he couldn't he wasn't getting up he was eating and drinking he just wasn't getting up and we're like okay we know we yeah. got you so yeah well that's good man i'm i'm glad at least that you were able to do it on on your terms in a in a positive and as positive as you could make it kind of way um funny enough like at least it's on Cinco de Mayo, so I know no matter what I'm drinking. <laughs> drinking for Petey. <laughs> every every single de Mayo now, the drinks are are for Petey. So the, for, at least the first one. The rest yeah. can be for everybody else, but I'm that first one will be for Petey. So big cheers to Petey. We miss you, buddy. Um, with that being said, thank you guys. Appreciate it, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace. Peace.